fasting, intermittent fasting, 48 hour fasting, like week long fasting. Are we crazy? Why, why are we not eating? That's a question I get asked so often. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you eating? Hello, wellness warriors. Welcome to mind blowing health and wellness with Violet, Pat Chat Edition. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We do get a lot of questions and comments like in our videos uh, about fasting. And I, I thought it would be uh, important like to talk about that this week. So just to, to get back to the basics and why, like why are they benefits and how should we do it and what are the roadblocks? So we're gonna cover that. First of all, what is fasting? Okay, so what's fasting first and foremost? Any period of time that you're not eating theoretically could be considered fasting if you're not processing food. So, so I'm gonna add that there because okay. I think that basically when I finish eating, my body's processing food. Like I'm not actually gonna be hungry at that point in time. It's not a possibility for me to be mm -hmm. hungry because I just finished eating, I'm processing food. So once you get past the point where your body's processing the food and you're, but you're before the next meal, that period of time you could consider fasting. So now how long that period of time is depends on the kind of foods that you tend to eat. So for people doing a standard American, standard Canadian diet, generally speaking, there's a hunger that will come to you mm -hmm. approximately three to four hours after you've eaten. Interestingly enough though, how long does it take food to get through the system, right? More than that. It takes <laughs> about, yeah, it takes about four, four ish hours, right? For So one of the funny things is that on a standard American, standard Canadian diet, you're eating again before your body has even used that energy and you're eating again versus, you know, if you're doing some kind of low carb, uh, keto style, carnivore style lifestyle, more often than not, people can go 12, 14, 16 hours before they feel hungry. And why is that happening? Well, because carbohydrates get taken out of your bloodstream very quickly carbohydrates are energy and because carbohydrates get taken out of the bloodstream so quickly you end up needing to replace that energy so you get hungry again yeah so basically a fast is the period of time that you're not eating where your body is not processing food okay. if, if I'm understanding that correctly okay. so I think we agree that like the period of time between breakfast and lunch and lunch and dinner uh, you cannot consider that uh, a fast even even though you didn't have a snack right like it's too short you, it's too short Okay, yeah. like but, that's part of the crazy that we're constantly feeding ourselves on top of food. Mm. But okay, we're talking about the hunger signal on a standard American, standard Canadian diet. At that point, are you really hungry, or is just like your insulin that got triggered that sing, sending you signal that you want more? Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, is it possible to fast on a standard American diet? So, the more fat you have on your body, the more leptin and ghrelin, and and the, so these other hormones that are. Mm control your food get turned on and off and so yes you're right like if you <laughs> the part of the problem is that you eat carbohydrates as i said and then that sugar gets put away but then you have these other hormones as well that are pushing for you to get more food your dopamine and your brain is saying oh the sugar is gone get more sugar you're constantly being pushed towards eating because you're going to eat sugar right and so this is where it becomes difficult because on a standard diet, you're often eating because your body is pushing you to eat, even though you have energy and you're not actually hungry. 
And you don't necessarily even eat high quality protein. So it's not like it's for building blocks. Sometimes you end yeah. up eating chips. What building block is that? Sometimes you end up eating chocolate bars. What building block is that? Mm-hmm. So it's not even like you're actually getting building blocks in. You're just eating to eat. Yeah, it's more your addiction. And that. and getting a bit of energy. <laughs> yeah, that. You are because you are getting energy, sugar. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. getting energy. Yeah. It's more your addiction that's talking than a real hunger. Yes. Uh, I think it's important to mention that lowering calories and fasting are not the same, right? To be considered a fast, there is no food involved in in that pro- process. Like because if you have calories in, even though if it's a small amount, you're still going to process the energy out of that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I know that there have been conversations about fat fasting, water fasting, and like so. What's the difference? And you know, so here's the thing: some people allow fat in their fast because when you ingest fat so now we're talking about there's no protein associated with this fat we're just talking about true fat so some kind of coconut oil uh butter like no is there protein in butter but 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 coconut oil or some kind of some kind of uh, just fat substance part of the reason that some people allow that kind of fast and like doing that in quotation marks is technically it really isn't because there's energy coming in but the reason that they do this is because they're not actually trying to fast they're trying to elongate the time between meals okay Okay. and why are they doing that is because they're trying to lose weight okay that's important because because if you if in your mind you're doing a 16-8 or a 24 but you have a coffee with cream in the morning you in in theory you broke your fast you get some energy not to mention that if you have cream in it there's probably some carbs in there too so yes okay but you were talking about water fast, like the water, there's no fat, there's no yeah. protein, so that's fine, right? Yeah. Okay. It's and if you have black a... coffee, I believe that's also fine because okay. there's no energy in there's there. No energy. Okay. Right? But I but here's the thing. Again, it's like, what's your goal? And one of the things that I try to talk about is that like fasting has some such amazing benefits because it helps you to, your body to clean up, right? So you're gonna recycle pr- proteins that are broken, etc. Kind of use them to like get them back in the system in a good way. You're going to encourage apoptosis, which is the recycling of cells, so the killing off to to rebuild of cells and stuff. So there's a lot of positives that happen when you fast. You're going to have more human growth hormone, which again encourages your body to to grow and create new muscle and new tissues and etc. All the the benefits that you get out of actually fasting that have nothing to do with weight loss, hmm. right? Now, technically, are you going to lose weight if you fast? You can. Right. Like one of the things that is kind of funny to me is, especially when I was fasting like every single weekend, my but my weight was able to stay stable. And the question is, how was I able to do that? Right. And it's that weird thing where if you don't have weight to lose and you're eating appropriately at all the other period of time that you're eating, like fasting for 48 hours is not going to cause you to drop weight. Drop a pound. Right. What gets people in trouble, my fear when they fast for weight loss is that you push yourself beyond what makes sense. Like I remember trying to do a week long fast. And the reason I was doing the week long fast was for health. I, you know, it's like give my body a good long period of time to clean up. And I never made it to the week. And I tried it more than once. And I never made it to the week. Well, why? Well, first and foremost, I was at goal weight. So my body would not allow me to go that far down, right? I would start, I'd feel great, 
and I'd be fasting and it's amazing as a matter of fact I'm fasting right now I haven't eaten since yesterday I don't remember what time so like this is more than 40 I'm getting into my 48 hours in a few hours and feeling great and going along and whatever and it was terrific yay and guess what like by day four or five I think it was I think I made it five days it's like oh the headache started to happen and the, I don't feel I'm feeling it's like why because my body is not going to let me just keep going and going and going and it was unnecessary right like there is a reality that your body will absolutely let you do something that's healthy for it and so there's cleanup to do and you're going to feel amazing and you're going to have energy and all of that great good stuff but when it gets to the point where your body is like okay hey hello we've cleaned up enough it's going to push you to eat so i i worry for people who fast for weight loss because my concern is that they are going to keep pushing and then you risk refeeding syndrome. You risk your body like not allow, like just reacting to food afterwards and possibly pushing you to overeat. One thing that I know for myself is that whenever I reintroduce food, I, I still eat to satiation and I still um, like count all of my carbohydrates and I make sure that I make a good meal a lighter meal because I haven't eaten in a few days, but like a good meal. So again, fasting okay. for weight loss okay. oof, so makes fasting, me nervous. Okay. So fasting is more like a health tool than a weight loss tool. That's the way that, that I point. like to see it. Yeah. I do know that there's a lot of people on the standard American diet who fast for weight loss. Mm. I also see that those people struggle a lot. Yeah, because uh, and I'm cutting you off because like on a standard American diet, you spike your insulin all the time and you trigger those hunger feelings and that makes it much harder to fast. That's for sure. than if you're doing a keto lifestyle. Okay, let me go back a little bit because what would you say is the ideal amount of time that your let's say your body ended up processed food and you don't have any food to process and you start actually fasting for real? Like how many hours? Four? So the ideal time frame, so this is again, taking the, what doctors have said into consideration. I'm trying to remember now because you sprung this topic on me. But um, so the, 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 what I remember is that they say that if once you get to like 16 hours, you're starting to be in that, like your body's starting to do a lot of good internal cleanup and getting to like 24. And now, so 16 to 24, which so theoretically speaking, then if you're doing 16 to 24, that means that you actually would have fasted. So the last meal would have been like 18 hours ago, right? If you want to get 16 hours of, okay. right? So somewhere between 18, 20 hours ago, okay. right? So like you're always, you're always having to add the time it takes your body to process that food. So 16 hours is when they say you start to get that good, like stuff going on, going to 24. But then they okay. say that after 48, you start having diminishing returns. Okay. So from 48 to 72 to like a week. So like, it's like, as you go forward, you start to get diminishing returns. Okay. So like the, you know, a good story and why I was often doing 48 hours is because it's a nice space where you're doing something good for yourself, okay. but it's not too. But you have a full, like, uh, if you do a 48 hours, do you have a full 30, 34, even like a 16, yeah, 30 hours, <laughs> 32 hours. If my math is good. Well, you're doing more than that. Like if you do, if you do 48 hours, you, you've got like a good 40 ish hours where you okay. actually didn't have any, because by okay. the time you're processed, right? So you have a good 44 okay. hours of fasting. Okay. So types of intermittent fasting, then we often hear uh, the, the, the basic, I think 16, eight, 
you don't really get any benefits of doing like 16 8 would be like two meals a day it's it's good but not you don't get the benefits of like that four hours for example if you did a 24 if you have a four hours feeding window then you would have a four yeah, hours so you would that have your had body would clean you 16 8 mm -hmm. means that you actually have 12 hours of fasting okay right because you have that four hours your body's processing so most people are doing a 16 8 but i would encourage a 24 Okay. Right? Because then if you do 24, you're actually getting the 16 hours of fasting. Because <laughs> you have to always add in that little four hours that the food is processing. Okay. You're not actually okay. fasting. Because, okay, here's the thing that maybe I didn't say before that I should have said. In order for your body to be fasting, it needs to have the resources to pay attention to and, and repair. If okay. you are processing food, that's energy intensive. Your body is not repairing. It's okay. not like... The, so this is why the whole fasting is beneficial to us because while we're not processing food our body can clean up okay. apoptosis can happen all those internal things that needs to be fixed can be fixed so when we do a 16 8 you've given your your body 12 hours of cleanup now there's still some cleanup happening there's not to say there's zero but doctors say the true benefits happen when you get to 16 hours okay right so technically doing a 24 so 20 hours fasting four hour eating window better because yeah. then you right even better doing one meal a day yeah. right because then you've got like i said you've got 24 so you've got 20 yeah. hours of fasting happening mm -hmm. if you do 48 you've got 44 hours of fasting so like okay. you know like so processing a meal it takes our body four hours that's why maybe yeah. I, I was like i didn't get yeah. like before yeah but processing a meal takes four hours so if you do three meals per day there is going to be some fasting happening during the night Basically, if you finished your supper, okay, that, that, I understand why, like, like it's so bad eating after six, for example. Like, even the the uh, the nutritionists out there like will like uh, rec uh, recommend recommend ad like against that eating like late that night. So basically, if you do three meals a day, you finished your your supper or your dinner at six p.m. Around ten eleven, you should start like the cleaning process mm -hmm. until like the next morning. Mm -hmm. but the longer the better so like so say let's say 10 p.m and let's say next morning you have breakfast somewhere around eight yeah so from 10 to 8 is how many hours like uh, 12 10 10 hours <laughs> so yeah so so 10 p.m and the next morning around eight you're going to eat so that's 10 hours, 10 hours. Okay. but you're like your body's like just getting heated up right just getting started yeah. and you're going to give it okay. food again so this is why the lot of the doctors say if you can get 16 hours in like that's a really good like period of okay. time of like cleaning up and of course the longer the better okay so like you know when you're trying to think about well how, what am i doing to help myself the shorter the feeding window okay. that's the other reason that i talk about like if you're going to do two meals rather than do breakfast supper which a lot of people do they do breakfast supper hmm. Yeah. do breakfast lunch or lunch or supper, lunch supper yeah. right because the closer you have those meals together the longer that that window of uh fasting is yeah and be aware if you get to eating one meal per day and you're at work and you're with friends where you and you're with family they're going to look at you like you're crazy <laughs> and this has like happened to me like a lot of time when you don't have lunch when you go out to have lunch you just have a glass of water or something like that People are going to look at you like you're crazy, but it's totally doable because you eat most of your energy, I will say calories, but your energy in one meal. So, for example, if your body is fine with 1500 calories or 17 or 2000 calories, if you do one meal a day, you try to have most of those calories in one meal. You're not spreading it out like 
it's not because you have one meal. My I, point is that because you have one meal, like let's say supper, that you're gonna have only a thousand calories. You're I not gonna would, make it. I, I guess the the problem for me is always when we start introducing this word calories to yeah. the story because it's unnecessary. Mm. You should eat until satiation. Yeah. Right, and if you eat until satiation, the chance that you're only gonna have a thousand calories for me is very low. Yeah. Right, but the flip side of the coin is, if you end up having one thousand calories, mm. I'm gonna play this game for a minute. Is it possible that you're having that because you've just got that much energy on you that you need to use? So like, there's a possibility mm -hmm. that you could have a meal that's totally satisfying and you're satiated and you stop eating because there's actually energy that your body wants to pull from here. Will that be the case forever? No, right? Like okay. at some point you're, you, will, you will eat the energy that you need to keep the situ your system going forward. So better to eat one meal that gets you sati satiated than having three, four meals that just like scrubbing the surface like a little salad for lunch and uh, like two eggs for breakfast and where you like still hungry all day long. I'm gonna flip that around for you and just put the other side of the story because I want people to understand this. How often does it happen that we eat meals that are 2,500 calories, 3,000 calories and yeah yeah right like it's not about the calorie count although yes when I put my stuff in I see the calorie count like mm -hmm. it's there but it's not about the calorie count it's about eating to satiation right and like yes there are certain things that are small and dense that you will be able to get through before the signal from your body says hey wow let's stop eating it doesn't mean that i'm chasing that amount of calories either every day for me is different depending on what i end up putting on my plate but i and the, the number that i pay attention to is carbohydrates yeah. right like i do not go over my carbohydrate number so if the meal I made happens to have a lot of carbohydrates in it, it's probably going to be a much smaller meal versus the other meals that I have that have a lower amount of carbohydrates are bigger meals. So the other idea I had is about snacking. So even if you're doing 24 and you have a four hours feeding window, instead of having a, a little snack before your meal at hour number one and your meal at hour number three and four, you should even like it would be uh, benef beneficial to compress that and having your little snack as a dessert if you can make it or have your meal earlier in your feeding window right because you're gonna break your, you're you're gonna break your fast and you see what I'm going like I'm just I'm just thinking about snacking I, I see all those questions about like little snacks and people want okay. like okay so here, here's what I'm gonna say if you're actually trying to live a healthy ketogenic lifestyle snacking goes to the side there's no more snacking so now the question becomes, well, what do I do when I'm hungry? Eat a meal. Eat a meal. Mm. So he here's the thought process that I want everyone to put their mind around. Every time I eat, my insulin rises. Insulin rises are cumulative, so they add on top of each other. And it's only when I stop eating and I get into my fasting window that, so the insulin is coming down, right? So it's, it's slowly coming down after each meal, but it only really drops significantly when I'm in that fasting window. So. If I, even if I only have two meals a day, so if I, if I eat my meal, have a snack and then eat my meal, that's three insulin rises instead of two. So now here's what I want you to think about though, because maybe I'm eating breakfast and then I'm eating lunch and then I'm eating supper. That's three insulin rises. Hmm. But then I start to go between breakfast and trying to get the supper. Do I have a snack in there? And my question to you is, well, is it possible that you just tried to get there too fast, right? Because what are you going to snack on? So yeah. 
now all of a sudden it becomes really important. What are you snacking on? Because, hmm, like it's less scary to me if you tell me you're snacking on something that's mostly fat than if you're snacking on something that's mostly carb. So if you tell me that you're going to have something that's mostly fat, it's still raising your insulin, but less but dangerous. Okay. Right? But I would still consider want you to consider something else. What about just shortening that window? So what about rather than breakfast, snack, supper, what if I push breakfast back as far as I can to make it so so I'm having breakfast, lunch, supper, breakfast, lunch, supper, and I push my breakfast back until it stops making sense to have breakfast anymore. And now I'm just having lunch, supper. Yeah, but it will naturally happen because most people on the keto lifestyle, that's what's happening because you you eat less carb and you you eat more not you eat the same amount of protein but you eat more fat so it's you eat it's the same more, amount of fat typically yeah. too like you shouldn't be upping yeah. your fat you should be eating the same amount of fat but instead of the lean cut of meat you're going to go with the fatty cut of meat yes. like you you have to to um, in all fairness yeah. standard canadian diet yeah was i ever touching a lean piece of meat i mean i'm just being no. honest okay. i was never touching a lean piece of meat no. hmm. right chicken i had the chicken the, legs, yeah. uh, the chicken the thigh like I never touched it. Like I'm just I'm being honest. Yeah, so like people true. like oh yeah, so, yeah. I was never doing that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how many of you out there are like me. Put it in the comments. Were okay. you actually eating lean meat all the time? Because mm -hmm. I can guarantee you I was not. And guess what? The best tasting part of that pork chop is that exactly. fat. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Okay. That was always my story. <laughs> okay, then the story is more like since you you're eating less carb, you're not triggering your insulin as high, and you're not triggering the hunger as much because like for, for me it was that like uh, in the morning i was getting up and it was not me i'm like still not feeling hungry sometimes i'm gonna have lunch but like breakfast is something that's always a skip so here, okay so here's the other question for you to think about are you trying to fast or is it just that that's when you're hungry because like i mean in all fairness like just putting this out there for you to think about like for me i do one meal a day for two reasons it's when i get hungry but also it's convenient like in this in my work building there's no cafeteria or place that i could get a decent something to eat like for me mm. bring and at the beginning when i started keto i was bringing a meal with me right i have a microwave but do i really first of all do i really want to cook a meal to bring with me because lazy and second of all like it's so much more convenient for me to eat one meal so that's what i do right now Am I saying everybody out there has to do this? No, but the benefit to me is that, yes, I end up having a period of time that I'm fasting that I'm seeing beneficial results from because it's happening, not because I'm forcing it to happen. Hmm. And in all fairness, for example, on the weekend or if when we go on trips and whatever, if I'm hungry, I'm not going to not eat because I'm doing one minute. No, I'm going to eat. So it's, it's a matter of like, what makes sense but my day just so happens it works out it makes sense for me to have supper when i am home with the kids and with you supper is the meal that we all have together right i mean like the the chance that all three of our kids sit down and have lunch at the same time doesn't even happen the two boys eat whenever my daughter eats whenever like they don't eat at the same time because they don't get up at the same time they don't have breakfast at the same time yeah. Right? So, but supper is the time that we all come together. We need to do what makes sense. Mm. But that's really important for, for you wellness warriors. 
because I know like in the comments, like, oh, about her family, I want to have supper with my family. Like you said, it's important to eat, to eat when you're hungry. So if you try to do one meal a day, you eat, for example, uh, one night at six and the other day you're hungry at three, eat your meal at three. Like how many times have I like had supper with my boys, but I didn't eat. Like, I'm not hungry. I'm going to stay with them. Like, we're going to talk about their day, how it went at school. But I'm not hungry. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm going to eat a little bit later. That, that's a possibility. But it is important to eat when you're hungry. As a matter of fact, on those weekends when I fast, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm sitting down with you guys and I'm drinking water or drinking a mm -hmm. coffee and you guys are eating. And we're chatting and we're laughing and whatever. And it's like, I, like it's about being together. It's not about me putting food in my mouth. Right. And I feel like this is another thing that I find frustrating when people say, oh, I have to eat with the family. No, you don't. <laughs> you being there and being part of it. Yes. But do I need to eat? You know, I'll go back in my history because I remember this. I remember that my dad used to get up in the morning with us for uh, for breakfast before school. My dad works. Uh, he's a chef. So late nights. Right. But he would wake up in the morning and come out to the kitchen and sit with us at breakfast time. I think mostly to make sure we didn't give my mom a hard time, but to, to <laughs> sit with us during breakfast time and make sure we have all our homework and our whatever. And he would sit at the table while we were eating and he was not eating. Why? He just got up and he wasn't hungry, right? His breakfast is going to be later because when we leave, I'm, he went back to bed, right? Because he got home at what time? It wasn't about eating with us. It was about being with us. It was about helping my mom out because she needs to get us ready in the morning. So it was being there to make sure, yes, we ate. Yes, we got our homework and our school books and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Right. But he wasn't eating. So I think we have to put down this idea that the food is the thing. The food isn't the thing. Your presence is the thing. This is why I say when people invite you out, it's not because they want to see you put food in your mouth. They want to see you. Hmm. Right. They want you to be there. And recently we went out to eat with your family mm -hmm. and I didn't eat anything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yes, your your aunt or cousin or whoever that woman who was across from me asked me if I wasn't going to eat. I said, no, I'm not hungry. I usually only eat once a day. She said, okay. And the conversation mm -hmm. continued, right? I sat at the table. We chatted. I drank my drink and we left. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Because why am I going to eat if I'm not hungry? It's just, it's a waste of a meal that I'm not actually going to enjoy when I'm not hungry. Let's talk about those longer fasts for maybe like you're feeling ready to do a longer fast because I remember, I think we did it twice, like maybe the second time, three days, the first were like we make it to four, four or five days. I remember it was scary for me, like the idea of not having food. We, we know we have like the fat on our bodies to last how many months, but the idea of not having food for just like two, three days, it's like your body is scared, like just at that idea when in the end, it was not that hard. Your body was scared. Your brain was my scared. brain. No, my brain was scared. Yeah, okay. My brain was scared. Like it's, it's something like you, you need to be like you need a, a to be committed to do it. But it's a, like there is some scary thought like that. I was even surprised I had like I was like committed. I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that with you. Like but like food, 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 the first like 24 hours is like like you're not hungry, but your brain wants food. So maybe I'm going to add this because like that wasn't my experience but so what, why i'm going to add this is i'm going to say this what i said earlier about not forcing yourself to fast like that whole idea of going for breakfast lunch supper to pushing breakfast back like allowing myself to eat breakfast when i first get hungry so pushing breakfast back 
And then, of course, at some point, breakfast and lunch doesn't make sense. So then I have because that's what I did. Right. Like I, I went into the whole story with like, OK, first my breakfast fell away. And then eventually my lunch fell away because by the time I'm having lunch, it's like, OK, well, supper's around the corner. Like it's not making sense. So when you get to that point where you're having one meal a day and you've done it in a natural way that feels comfortable and it was just like, you know, like then the idea of doing a 48 hour fast isn't that scary, which is what I did. So maybe part of the reason that you were scared is because I had already done a 48 hour fast and maybe even longer fast before you jumped in, say you want to do a fast. But like, like my first 48 hour fast, like I wasn't scared. It was like, oh, I'm going to not eat. And, and when I get hungry, I'm going to eat. Right. So, and it turned out to be 48 hours before I was like, okay, I think I'm going to have supper tonight. But like, if it would have been 36 hours, I wouldn't have been mad. Mm. Right. Like I would have just eaten. But, and the same thing with me for my, my week long fast mm. that I tried, like I went into it fully believing I could do the week. I never made a week. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like five days later, my stomach was, my stomach and my brain was saying, Violet, eat something. So Violet ate something. And I tried that more than once. I never made it to the week. So there's a part where I want you guys to be realistic with yourselves. Hmm. If your body is saying, get food, get food, right? But maybe there's a difference between your body and your brain. Like you have maybe to do that difference, not oh, sure. at, the, at the same time, not, not sure. be scared about not be scared about this adventure, but like listening to your body, not your your mind that's telling you to get food 100 percent agree with that like during the time that i was fasting i had water and like i would be drinking my water and like when the well so the five-day fast when i realized because i was i was aiming at seven why i ended up eating was because i'm drinking my water and it wasn't doing anything for like you know like when you when you're fasting and you drink some water if it's just a mind thing the, the water just kind of and you're not hungry anymore right like it kind of comes and goes but like when you're fasting and it's time for food and you, first of all, you drink water, the hungry is still there. But the other thing that I would say happens is that you, you, it's more than just hungry. Like it's hungry. Mm. And it's more than just like, like I remember my head was starting, I, I was having trouble like thinking. So I was like, you know, kind of like say something and be like, what, what? Yeah. When, when that's happening, you get food. Yeah. Right. Like this is not this is no time to play games. Right. Like, so I do feel like we want to be realistic with ourselves, but pay attention to your body. Mm -hmm. Your body's going to tell you when you need food. It's the flip side of the coin, too. I never eat until I'm hungry, like even till today. If you see me like at home, like if you guys would be with me like on a weekend, you'll see that my first coffee happens when I get hungry. Like, so that first little signal says, hey, and I'll drink some coffee. Why? Because I know I'm not actually hungry, but that's the first little, ha -ha, my brain is going to give me that. Hey, you want to get something? Now, if I were to drink that coffee and like five minutes later, I'm hungry, I would go make a meal because that means I was actually hungry and it wasn't like I needed something to drink or whatever. So like, are you listening to yourself? Right. And for sure, I never, when I feel that little hungry thing happen, I never have a diet soda, diet, anything, yeah. because that's going to push you to eat that sweet it's gonna happen okay but like yeah you need to you need to be honest with yourself. you need to you have to listen, to listen. yeah your brain is not going to tell you to get food if it mm. didn't need real food so like if you drink some water and then your brain is still pushing for food chances yeah. are you need food so there's better reasons to fast than for weight loss you probably want to do it for health first and some weight control uh, maybe like i've seen videos that are talking about that it's a good weight control uh, option, but eh, more for health. Okay, I want to put this question to you because you're talking about weight loss for weight control. 
yourself. Can you imagine that from that you're just gonna like be hungry and not eat because you're trying to lose weight? No, yeah, no, of course not. And that's the part that gets me, right? When people say they're gonna do fasting for weight control, the same way that you're not gonna put down sugar Mm -hmm. for weight control, if you're actually hungry, you're gonna eat. And so when you start fasting for weight control versus fasting is great for keeping your insulin under control, right? Fasting is great for resetting yourself, and but, but it's done alongside eating properly, mm. right? Because when you do it that way, you're not hungry. Yeah. So fasting for weight control, oof, yeah. I have a hard time with that one because as soon as you get hungry, you're going to eat. Don't don't set yourself a goal. Be reasonable and and listen to your body along that journey to that goal because you might not get to it, but like what you did is good anyway. Like you have, you have to be satisfied with what you did. Like if you made it three days out of your goal of five days, then it's good. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Be happy with whatever you do, but I'm going to add to that. Mm-hmm. Rather than trying to put a goal of fasting, how about eat to satiation and then allow time between. So only eat again when you're hungry. Okay. And if you're eating a low carbohydrate way of eating, the time between those meals mm-hmm. is going to elongate naturally. I've seen a, a carnivore video, I think, and I watched with you, like where the, um, the dude was eating to satiation, but like that was probably like two or three pounds of meat, but he was eating every three days. Like like that meat, like helped him go to like three days. So he was eating every other, every three days. But you see, but that so, makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if he's satiated after that much food and then doesn't eat again mm-hmm. until he's hungry, then and it, it takes him three days so then i mean honestly i feel like he's eating the way we used to eat hmm. back in the day right yeah, now, you would have yeah, caught yeah, some sure. animal you would have eaten the animal mm-hmm. and then you would have been hunting hmm. right till you catch another animal the only difference is he's not hunting he's going to the fridge yeah but like it, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a way of eating that actually makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah i could see that too like i i'm concerned about people setting themselves up and then when you if you if you fail being mad at yourself and then getting into poor habits that are are difficult to sustain mm-hmm. like eating to satiation and eating when hungry is so easy to sustain and if that's happening on a 24 schedule if it's happening on a 16 a schedule or if it's happening on one deal one meal a day schedule it's still better than eating every four hours right and you will still get benefits this is the other thing you know what yes is it ideal to do a 16 hour fast that's ideal but if I'm doing 12 hours every single day, am I getting benefit from that? Yes, I am. Is it better for me to do 16 hours? Like what the doctors want us to do? Yes. How are you accomplishing that? Because even to do 12 hours, that means I ate on a 16-8, right? Let's think about that for a second. So if I'm doing 16 hours, that means I'm eating on a 24. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing 24 hours, that means I'm eating one meal a day. Sorry, if I'm eating 20 hours, doing 20 hours, one meal a day. So how are we allowing ourselves to see this and see it in a way that's sustainable, mm-hmm. right? Because one meal a day for how many, for two years now? Mm-hmm. More like 24. So you're doing a 24 yeah. for, how, for over fight. a year now. So it's like it's sustainable mm-hmm. if you want it to be sustainable and if you allow yourself to eat well. Yeah. I want to thank you for watching Mind-Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Out Edition, Teespring, Patreon, in the description below. We love making these videos for you guys. And I really can't wait to talk to you next week. Talk to you next week.